Hey, Buzzheads, welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. when we actually had to answer the phone when you raced to answer the phone yeah I i'll mean, get it i'll get it yeah because when you got a phone call back in the in the 70s it was important it was a big deal man i mean somebody was about to have a good time on the telephone <laughs> yeah or yeah yeah and you, your sisters were racing because they their boyfriend might be calling yeah you know, they don't want you on the line because there was this thing called a busy signal i know and you remember, where you, you, and you you wouldn't want uh, somebody call you, so you just take the phone off the receiver. So yeah, but yeah, and then call waiting came along. That screwed everything <laughs> up. It's like, and then caller ID. Yeah, yeah, boy. But yeah, I remember back in the day, man. One one line, one phone. If your sister was on it, you were screwed for hours. <laughs> <clears throat> Those super long cables, uh, phone cords. Yeah, you go you go in the other room. Man, what memory? We ought to we ought to do a podcast about the seventies. We know? should, <laughs> <laughs> but we do, Curtis. We, we do. do. Everybody, and and tonight's episode is not even about the phone. No, we already done a phone one. You guys, welcome back to the seventies Buzz Podcast. You guys can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review or a rating there. We're also on pretty much every other humanly known podcasting app out there. And we welcome you back tonight's show. What are we talking about tonight, Summer, Mr. Wheeler? Summertime, 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 summertime. We are talking about uh, summers in the '70s. I don't know. I don't really remember winters in the '70s, but there's nothing more. I don't remember anything as well as I remember the summers in the '70s. Yeah. I mean, that's where all my memories pretty much of the 70s come from is the summers yeah the only the only uh thing i remember about winter in the 70s was that bad snowstorm we had i remember that that was 71 or two i remember the 73 flood we had in enid oklahoma i remember that as in the fall october yeah um so you know and i i I mean i kind of remember school here and there but it man it was the summers that's where all the action happened Mm -hmm. was in the summers and why would anybody even care Mm. what uh Mm. happened in the summers of the 1970s mr wheeler because it was the greatest decade known to man oh good lord i blew my headset off (laughs) you did i wish we'd had that on on film getting a little overexcited hey you know what um speaking of 1973 real quick i've got a eight millimeter 
roll of film about that big that goes on one of those reel to reel, and it's uh, it's from Enid, 1973. A, a, vid- a video a, film? Yeah, an eight millimeter. Huh. I need to get it. I guess I ought to send it off and get it digitized because there could be some 73 flood footage on there. Oh. Mom, mom bought it off of eBay like a year or two ago, and I just had it sitting there and haven't done anything with it. Hang on, but it's it's local. Yeah, it's Enid. Yeah, it was Enid. It, it said footage it, in Enid, it's 1973. And it was on eBay. Yeah, oh, there's all kinds of stuff on eBay. Enid postcards, Enid pictures. Oh, yeah, really? oh yeah, oh yeah, tons huh. of stuff. What'd she pay for it? I can't even. I don't, probably not a whole lot, but I don't know. Huh? Yeah. So I need to get that digitized. Digitized. See if there's some uh, 73 summer footage on there hmm. maybe somebody doing something fun in the summer oh hey it's our second anniversary wow can you guys out there believe we've been doing this uh this podcast this podcast now we we've been we, now i podcasted like a couple of years even before you and i started podcasting just for fun just trying to get out but you and i have been doing the 70s buzz podcast since what june of 26 2017 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah yeah back at the old broadway tire and if you guys, just real quick, another aside, if you kind of get a kick out of us, <laughs> we do have a live show now every mor- every weekday morning on buzzheadradio.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can search for Those Buzz Guys. It's also a podcast, Those Buzz Guys. Or you can listen to Buzzhead Radio live 8 a.m. in the morning, um, or you can listen to the podcast, and that's us. It's about a 30-minute show. A lot of it's about uh, Enid, modern Enid, whereas this podcast is more about Memories of Enid, seventies in the seventies. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like a. I look at it as like it's a. It's an audio version of Enid Buzz, but you get the. You don't. You don't have to be quite so vanilla. Yeah, and we throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we throw. We throw other stuff in there too. That's kind of cool that you might uh, want to know. Yeah, I'm gonna look at my file real quick. What are you looking at? I'm gonna do a shout out to Larry Frederick. Hi, Larry. Larry sent us information. Uh, he, t- you know, we did the uh, commercial, seventies uh, commercials. Uh-huh. He reminded us that Barry Manilow was a very prolific jingle writer and wrote a lot of those commercials that we were like stuck on Band Aid. Yeah. You deserve a break today. Really? Yeah, I could see him doing the "You deserve a break," but I am stuck. Gone, Bendy, good Bendy. Dave Robinson uh, emailed again. He uh, had a bunch of stuff for us. And then, of course, uh, Dave Ball had more show ideas. We're going to have to test out some of his new show ideas. So, you guys continue to um, send us an email, and we appreciate you guys out there, especially our hardcore followers out there. Uh, Go to bcmerc.com and get your 70s Buzz Podcast t shirt. Take a picture, send it to us. One of these days, we're going to do a Facebook Live. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days. Oh, we should have done it tonight since it was our two-year anniversary. But we'll do it soon. Go ahead, set up. No. (laughs) Nah. Let's... Got to get in the mood for that stuff. And we got to warn them. Like like on the podcast before we go live, we'll tell them on that podcast that next week we're going to be live on Facebook. Otherwise, they won't know. Well, that's right, because they wouldn't be listening. Yeah, nobody will be... Yeah, (laughs) so we we have to tell them on the episode Uh, prior. So, Well, you want to let's do it next week. Uh, <laughs> next week's Fourth of July week. Uh, let's wait. Well, it'll be Tuesday. It'll be. I know, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I wait. I'm scared. 
<laughs> scared. I'm, I'm too. I'm too scared. Well, how, we haven't done a Facebook Live in forever. I know. Hey, let's get into the summertime, man. Summer what's done. your like? What's your number one memory of summers in the '70s? Hot. It was hot back then. It was hotter back then than it was now. I think. Yeah. So, so you and I grew up in Enid, Oklahoma. The cool. I don't know if you want to say cool. I'm going to say the coolest thing about Enid, Oklahoma is we have every extreme of every yeah. season that you can have. So in the summer, we have like, I don't know, 114 degree weather. Yeah. In the winter, we have blizzards. In the fall, we have floods and blah, blah, in the spring. I mean, so our seasons are hardcore. I mean, there's like, you know, if you live in Palm Springs, it's always, what, 76 every day for the whole year. Boring. Whereas in Oklahoma, you know, there's a definite shift from spring to summer and then from summer to to fall and then from fall to winter. And so we get every kind of winter here. But, yeah, yeah so our summers are usually pretty hot. Yeah. Especially in the 70s. Yeah. I, I, it seemed, and for, 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 for some reason... The east side of town seemed hotter than the west side. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? I, I know, but I, now that you say that, I can, I can imagine that. Because I remember uh, going uh, to the dump ground. Oh, the dump ooh, ground. And right. I remember being in the truck, and then as we were heading east, it got hotter. I'm like, why is it hotter over here on this side of town? Well, by the dump, I could see where it would be a little little hotter. But even just downtown. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. So, yeah, and, and you know, neither one of us had central heat and air growing up. No, we I, did not. I didn't get mine till like '77, so, uh, and you didn't get it till till I bought a house <laughs> when I was an adult. <laughs> yeah, no, I grew up with no AC. That is one thing for sure. Now, you well, guys, I guess I had it when I went off to college, right? But you had so you had that damn swamp cooler we had hook up every year. It was called the water cooler, and that that's one of my main uh, summer memories. Yeah. Was probably from the age of I don't know fifth the sixth grade on my mom would say it's summertime let's go get the water cooler and so it was always on a on a red wagon <laughs> in the garage with a tarp over it so yeah. we would take the tarp off i would pull the wagon you know and somebody would be holding the sides and we'd get it pull it push it up to the window and then you'd come over or staten or whoever at the time was right. i was hanging out with and we'd all have to lift it up into the window and and then ma and then have like these bracket braces under it that uh -huh. mom would slip under real quick, and then yeah, then for the rest of the summer it was like mom would say, "Go water the water cooler," and so you'd have to go out. And it wasn't automatic. We didn't have an automatic one. It was one you had to get a hose. Oh really? And 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 squirt it like every couple of hours to keep it cool. Yeah, to keep it filled up with water. Oh, why didn't you? It didn't. I thought they all hooked up with water. No, it didn't have a water hookup. Dang. Yeah. So is it? So so literally, my whole <laughs> youth in the summers was watering the damn water cooler. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to go outside. And you, I mean, even at night, sometimes you'd be out there in your shorts and bare feet, holding this <laughs> water hose on the water cooler, filling it up with water. But see, I would have thought you would like figured out a way to hook the water. Did Did it have a pump? No. It really? No, not maybe. Maybe she got one with a. No, I don't know if she ever got one with a pump. Maybe, oh. maybe towards high school she might have upgrade, <laughs> upgrade. But I, no, in in elementary school and junior high, no, there was no pump. It was it was get out there and holy holy Toledo. Yeah. Wow, that's rough, man. Yeah. So anyway, that was a big another big memory. Uh, we lived 
again, I'm going to say it again. We live in Enid, Oklahoma, which has an Air Force base. My mom worked on the Air Force base. My grandma worked on the Air Force base. My uncle was in the Air Force. So we had a lot of connection with the Air Force base before 911. In Enid, Oklahoma, you could literally just drive out to the base anytime you wanted. Yeah, sometimes they'd stop you, but usually they just wave you on. Yeah, just, yeah. So, so, you, so the cool thing about Vance was they would have a big Fourth of July celebration. Oh, yeah. And so they would have, I mean, the whole base was just had people on the streets cooking out and they had hay rides and they had their own fireworks display. And so basically, one of my best memories is going out to Vance Air Force Base and just spending the Fourth of July out there. And then, Back in the day, in the 70s, before there was uh, budgets and things like that, we almost, we had an air show almost every year. Mm-hmm. It seems like we had the Thunderbirds or the Blue Angels all the time in mm-hmm. Eden, Oklahoma. So, in, And it seemed like it was usually in the summertime. And uh, so lots of, uh, I don't know, spend lots of time. Oh, and then vacate. My, my grandma worked for the chapel on the base. And so that was that. one of the things that I did was went to vacation Bible school. Every now, this was mainly elementary school. Yeah, those years I would go out to vacation Bible school at the chapel at the base. Huh, that was a big memory uh, for me in the 70s. We always had big Fourth of July parties, uh, because it was my mom's birthday ah. as well. And you know, my brother and all his friends, and we shot stuff right, right there at the house. I know. And now, you guys live in a weird I'm, try, I'm going to try to describe this to people. So you guys live in town, mm-hmm. but at the time you lived down a dirt road that was in town, mm-hmm. but you everybody on your little street had like an almost an acre behind them or half an oh, acre yeah, behind them. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a couple of really large houses across the street, but they were completely covered in trees. So you couldn't even see them. Right. So you guys were kind of like you were... It's a dead end too. And it's a dead end. So you guys were... You were literally in the middle of town, but you were kind of, kind of hidden. Yeah, yeah. And so you guys, yeah, we had a lot of freedom. I remember coming over to the Fourth of July parties and having the Roman candle fights. <laughs> we, shoot Roman, we would literally run out in the street and shoot Roman candles at each other. <laughs> and your parents thought nothing of that, <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah. And have you ever had one of those go backwards, blow up, blow out the oh, end? No, in the end? no. Oh my God, that hurt! I did that as an adult. Oh. And I've never done it since, but you know, yeah, we should have been holding something because it oh, came out yeah. the back. It yeah. hurt. It hurt. I don't know how if we did it. You know, I, I'm I'm sure my memory is making it seem like we did it way more than we probably I mean, did. I think we did it a lot. I, I think and we did. And pop bottle rockets. We shot shoot pop bottle rockets. Yeah, together. and then and then somebody's roof would burn. <laughs> somebody's shake roof. So back in the '70s. A lot of the new fancier houses that all had shake oh, roofs. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I remember riffing with you and your dad in the summer, and yeah. we'd put shake roofs on. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> they were catching on fire with the bottle rockets. Eventually, so needless to say, fire cra- fireworks are outlawed in Enid now. It's probably you, our fault. Can't, I'm sure it is our fault. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You can't even have them in town now. You can't even get caught with them. No, you're in big, bad trouble. $500 yeah. fine. Uh, the Meadow Lake fireworks. Mm-hmm. So we've got this lake in Enid, Oklahoma, and, and technically I call it a pond. It's it's called Meadow Lake, but it's really a pond. Yeah. But the cool thing was it has a, had a railroad track around it with this train that would go around, and the train was big enough that, I mean, it was a mini train, but mm-hmm. it was big enough that you could what you can get like fifty people. Oh yeah, on the things behind it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they would invite the public. To come to Meadow Lake Park, you'd bring your 
lawn chairs and your blankets. They would have, I don't remember how many years back the orchestra started playing. As long as I can remember. It's been a while. So the orchestra would play, it would get dark, and then they would shoot off the um, City of Enid fireworks. And I just remember, and as a kid now, of course, you know, we remember things maybe grander than they were, (laughs) but it just seems like in the 70s, you almost couldn't even walk in Metal Lake Park because oh, yeah. there was just so, so many, many people, people yeah. that you had to like weave your way between blankets and chairs just mm-hmm. to get around. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, uh, 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 you had to get there early to get a good spot. Uh, yeah. Paddle boats. Oh yeah. Had paddle boats and yeah. the train and, uh, oh, back then we had the bullet. Oh yeah. And the, and the, the, the go-karts. Oh, I forgot about, yeah. The go <laughs> I kind of forgot about the go-karts. The very first time I ever rode one of those. The guy's like, okay, the gas pedal's on the right, the brake's on the left. You know, when it's time to stop, hit the brake. So I'm just, you know, and I'm just flooring it. You know, I got my right foot smashed. And, okay, it's time to quit. And I was like, how'd that guy say to stop? Oh, no. And I went smack right in the back of a car and went up on it. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh, crap. I thought, oh, man, I'm in trouble now. Yeah, I forgot about, yeah, the track, you can kind of still see the track down there. Tiny track. Remember they had ponies? Yes. You could do the pony ride, too? Yes, yeah, pony rides and the boats, the boats in the big tank of water. Yeah. Went around and around. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But the, now the bullet was something that we rode every summer, and it was like, it was, it was like the fuselage of an airplane, and there was one on each, you know, it was, it was one up top, one on bottom. And then, you know, they would put the one on the bottom at the top and then put a new person at, so, and then it spun. It spun and it rotated inside. It, yeah, rotated and it spun. And so I remember Staten and I went out there one year and his mom, Kit Pettyjohn, uh, took us and she knew the, the ride operator. Yeah. And so we got on the ride and they got to talking. <laughs> And, you know, because there was nobody else in line, yeah. he just kept us going. And so after a while, Staten started screaming. <laughs> Staten was like, go stop. So, yeah, we stopped. And, you know, those juniper bushes, uh-huh. yeah, Staten right over to the juniper bush and threw up his guts. <laughs> he threw up a lot, didn't he? He was not a rock. He, yeah, he didn't do well on he, spinny rides. He threw up at Tri-State. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he threw up there by the, uh, the bullet. I've never thrown up on a ride. I haven't either. That's why I told everybody when I flew with the Thunderbirds, they're like, oh, you're going to throw up. And I'm like, I I went out to the deep ocean. Now, I felt queasy out on the deep ocean on a boat. Yeah. I felt queasy at at a certain point with the Thunderbirds. Yeah. But I've never thrown up. And so I was like, I'm not throwing up, you know, and I didn't. So I bet they appreciated that. I bet it's a bitch to clean those things. (laughs) Well, they give you throw up bags. Make sure you throw up in the bag and not on my equipment. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Who cleans that up? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. The crew. Oh yeah, they got a crew. They have. De- they do have a crew. So yeah. another huge, huge. I always mention this when I talk about uh, living in Enid in the seventies. Boggy Creek mm-hmm. and tadpoles. Tadpoles. So, so we lived in a neighborhood that, and there, and then there was a large street called um, Lahoma Road, which became Garriott, in between our neighborhood. And the neighborhood that had the creek in it, the part that had the better tadpoles. So we, it was always a mad dash to cross this four lane. It was literally, it was a highway, Highway yeah. US 4064. Uh-huh. Um, so, but when, once you cross that, there was this field that went to a hill. And then down that hill, we would spend time, we'd get cardboard boxes out of the trash cans, un, unfold them, and then we would slide down the hill on mm-hmm. those boxes. Then once you got bored, 
you would head straight to Boggy Creek and just start looking for tadpoles. And we had jars, and so you'd collect as many tadpoles as you could in the jars, and then we'd take them home and wait till they turn into frogs, and then they'd they'd jump and be gone. <laughs> like where'd all those where'd our tadpoles go? <laughs> they'll turn into frogs and left. I don't I don't I don't think we ever saved our tadpoles. I think we just caught them and. Yeah, we, to catch I can't remember what we, we, we'd take them back to my house and we'd put them in something and then I'd put that in the backyard. And like I said, you, they'd be tadpoles for a while. And then all of a sudden, almost, it seemed like almost overnight they'd turn into frogs and they'd be gone. It's like, where'd they all go? But, uh, uh, what was that creature you, that, uh, was it rabbits you had? No, mice. You mice. Had mice. <laughs> I had mice. I was a magician. Yeah, this, I may not have ta- talked about this before. I had a magic act when I was a kid, and so part of the magic, you know, can't, you couldn't be a magician without having a rabbit. Well, I couldn't have a rabbit, so I had mice instead. Did you have a, a magic name? No, <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> yeah, and then State, you know, Staten and I had had the magic act and the puppet act, and then I got doves. I had doves there Ooh. for a while as well. Yeah, because hmm. I had the dove pan trick. Oh yeah. So I had to raise my own doves. Yeah, back in the day, I tell uh. you. How yeah. d- how's that dove pan trick work? I can't tell you. Oh, man. I'd have to kill you. Oh, man. Uh, and then another big thing in our town was the, I guess, what would you call it, water runoff tunnels. So our creeks would run into, would go underground through tunnels that would take the water, you know, down into another part of the city where it wouldn't flood everything. And so there was an area by the Champlain Mansion that mm-hmm. we would crawl under, and we would literally crawl through the... And you didn't almost really have to crawl. You just had to duck a little bit and walk. And uh, we spent many afternoons, summer afternoons, going through those tunnels as far as we were brave enough to go. <laughs> and there was a there was a main intersection in town called Garriott and Van Buren, and that's usually as far as we got. We, we'd get that far, and you could hear the cars over, and then we'd start getting paranoid that either we were going to run into... When we were kids, <laughs> the biggest fear was always running into a drug addict somewhere. <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be some druggies down here, and we're going to run into them. Everything we did, or we were afraid it was going to start raining, and the thing was going to flood, and we were going to be stuck in there. <laughs> well, I mean, Oklahoma has flash flooding, so you know, when you're a kid, you get all these weird, oh, yeah. and your imagination goes wild. Yeah, so so we. I think if we w- supposedly if you followed it all the way down, it goes to Government Springs, which is that's quite a way. Got to be a mile away or further. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't go that far. We 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 would go basically the the apartments across the street from Champlain Mansion. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a thing under a, under Garriott, mm-hmm. and that's where we would go in, and then we would go um, into uh, the tunnels. Into the tunnels. Yeah, my wa- my wife is dinging me. <laughs> She just asked what we were doing on the fifth. She's off, so do, 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 didn't, yeah, didn't I just talk about that being first Friday? Yeah, and, and my family's texting me too. Don't they? Okay, two years, <laughs> two years we've been doing this. Out of two years, out of eighty some episodes, I bet there's maybe three times that we weren't doing this on a Tuesday at this time. And here they are texting us, I'm like, what in, you, the, in what the middle doing? of our show. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, it's Tuesday. What do you think I'm doing? Yeah. Good Lord. What else you got over there on your summer list of um, fun stuff? I remember uh, the summer of 73 is when we took our first vacation. Really? I didn't even know what a vacation was. I was going to say, let me think. I'm trying to think. I'll get to vacations. I never 
I literally don't think my family ever went on a vacation. I don't remember you guys going anywhere. I went with Staten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Staten moved to Enid in sixth grade, which would have been about 75, 76. So that's when I started taking vacations with Staten. But I don't think my mom, you know, my so my mom was was divorced. So she was raising two kids, working two jobs. And gosh, I literally don't think we ever went on a vacation. That if we did, I can't. I don't remember it. Hmm. Yeah. So where where did you guys go? Shreveport, Louisiana. And why did you go there? Well, uh, there were some friends that uh, my parents had that uh, they worked. They both, the mom and the father, both worked for uh, Southwestern Bell, and uh, they got transferred over there. And I remember, just like it was yesterday, I was in my room doing something, and mom comes in and says, "Hey, we're going to see." Uh, 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 but, uh, Bill and Jan, Jan and Bill Slagle I'm like They don't live here anymore This is you Yeah we're going to Shreveport Louisiana I'm like no. Whoa Really? Crazy And we took my brother's VW van Oh the, Yeah I think I remember you talking about the, That vacation before Yeah And first time ever And man was it hot and humid down there Oh I bet Oh good lord Luckily, luckily they had a, There was a community pool real close And we hung out there but yeah, that was the first vacation I've ever been on. Now, speaking of community pools, real quick, did you ever swim as a as a youth in the seventies anywhere? Um, I think I remember going to Champlain one Champlain I, pool once. I was gonna say I think I remember going to Champlain pool once, and, and like, maybe going to the Vance pool twice. Nobody in our neighborhood had a pool. No, nobody had an above ground pool. No, there were. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even think they existed, or they did, but I never even heard of an above ground pool. Yeah. So, and we didn't. Ha- yeah. So I literally n- don't ever remember really swimming in pools. Yeah. No. As, as a kid. No. Uh, we did. Uh, we did go to the uh, Lazy H Motel. You could give them like five bucks, or it wasn't even, no, it wasn't that much, and they'd let you swim in their pool. Now, yeah. now the what? Yeah. So, so. You know, we kind of have to split up the 70s. Now, in the later 70s, we're talking probably really around 79, we used to go pool hopping. Yeah. Where at in the summer, we'd load up in a truck. But that was by the time we were driving age. And yeah. we'd go from hotel to hotel or person that we knew, and we'd pool hop in yeah. a lot of their pools. Yeah. As far as the 70s go, our early 70s and our later 70s are really, really different. Yeah. I've, and I tried to put mine in kind of a l- little bit of an order. So I'm still like in my... Elementary, yeah. junior high summers, yeah. where all this stuff happened. Yeah, I mean that, that was that's that was the the more innocent time, and uh, you know it's when we could literally leave the house in the summer and not return for eight hours, and your parents oh, wouldn't easy, even easy eight hours. And the thing about me and my sisters, we were latchkey kids, so in the summer we had full rain. You know, now at at one point a stretch my great grandma lived across the street. So she was kind of like our, the eyes on us. And, you know, we were supposed to stay home, but of course, you know, one of us would usually sneak out the back and go down the alley or we would sneak friends in. And then that was always fun. Cause you'd be in the house, tearing things up, doing <laughs> things you weren't supposed to. And then all of a sudden grandma would be great. Grandma would be coming across the street. And I mean, kids would run or they'd hide in a closet or something. And it was, you talk about fun. What were you tearing up at the house? Well, you know, you were just, I don't know, just doing stuff in the house you weren't supposed to be doing. You know, wrestling and oh yeah, you know, just stuff like that. Oh yeah, used to do a lot of wrestling, 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 wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
and then uh, you know when when you could get away, we would sneak off and we would go downtown and hit the pawn shops, oh, which okay. our parents never knew we were probably there. I, yeah, people people I hear people today talk about how rough the pawn shops were and they didn't they were oh, no. some people were scared. I'm like. Heck, that's where we got our comics. You had to go to the pawn shop. I loved pawn shops. Oh, I did too. They they all had that f- weird smell too. Yeah, and they, they usually had those wood floors. Oh, they all had wood floors, but and they all had great comics and Chinese stars, stars. throwing stars, <laughs> Chinese throwing stars. <laughs> what the hell were we thinking? If there was one thing a kid in the seventies <laughs> was going to get at a pawn shop, it was going to be a Chinese throwing star. Yeah, now you had the plain Jane ones. You know, like the the silver ones, the oh, yeah. the utilitarian ones that you like practice with, but then you get the fancy ones, you know, that had like extra spikes on yeah, the end yeah. and stuff. And they, oh they were, yeah, they were painted. They were black and they had painted up. Uh, I wonder where those are. I don't know. Man, man, hey, did I tell you Kip's got a fire extinguisher? Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah, I was I was eyeing it last night. Now that that's later seventies. Yeah, 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 that was that was a fun part of summer. <laughs> Squirting, using using a water. Fire extinguisher with compressed air to squirt people like squirt guns. Yeah. Man, those are great squirt guns. That'd get some earwax out right there. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, it would. Now, mm. I remember as a kid, elementary school. Now, this was before, had to be before Staten. And so we're talking maybe probably third, fourth, and fifth grade. Somebody, and I don't know who it was, put together like a summer camp. But it was at Champlin Park. And it was only in the morning. And so I remember for like three summers in a row, and it only lasted like maybe two or three weeks, maybe two weeks, mom would drop us off at Champlin Park. I mean, in the se- I mean, she would literally just drop us off at Champlin Park and go to work at Vance, and we would wait. I, you know, I think she dropped us off at like 7.30, and then like this camp started, I call it a camp, but it was, it started at eight, so this lady would show up, and have activities for us to do and huh. crafts and but then a whole bu- a whole bunch of other kids would come and huh. so so we spent usually about two weeks every summer at Champlin Park just doing doing huh. stuff huh. and then when it was over we had to walk from Champlin all the way back up to our house on Johnson which wasn't terribly far which isn't far but it's a highway and <laughs> we're third fourth and fifth grade and we're just you, it's just stuff parents wouldn't let kids do today where'd you cross that. I, wherever we could, I'm sure. I mean, when there was no cars, you just ran. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it was back in the day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, there was no uh, child seats. There's no, you know, car seats for kids. And, you know. Oh, well, the, another thing, uh, memory, is when I would go on vacation with Staten, yeah. the best part of going on vacation was getting to lay in the back. Uh-huh. So Staten would usually lay on the seat. No seat, yeah, no seat belts, uh-huh. and so I would lay on the floor with that hump mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, but man, when you were laying there, and the the motion of the car, and the rumbling of the uh-huh. engine and transmission, and the heat from oh, talk <laughs> about being able to sleep, man, you could take a because we'd go to Wagner, yeah, Oklahoma, and that was like that's on the other side of Tulsa. It took forever to yeah. get to Wagner. Well, yeah, because the the turnpike wasn't in yet. Yeah, and the speed limit was freaking fifty five. <laughs> Holy moly. Did you ever sleep? Did you ever lay in the, the back dash? So my uncle, you know, my uncle. Yeah. I've got, I had an, <laughs> I probably told this, but I'm going to remind everybody. I had an Air Force uncle in, this, in the 70s. Uh-huh. He was a pilot, an Air Force pilot, had, was single, had lots of money. Mm-hmm. He bought two cars. <laughs> the first one he bought was a Gremlin. Uh-huh. When he sold the Gremlin, he bought an AMC Pacer. <laughs> 
And so I remember, I distinctly remember t- one of the first times he had that pacer was taking it to Oklahoma City to go to Crossroads Mall. Ooh. So when you lived in Enid, you would say, hey, we're going to the city. Mm-hmm. When you're going to the city, that means you were going to Oklahoma City, right. and you'd go to Crossroads Mall because it was like the first mall in the state. That was but, so I remember riding in the back of his hatch of a, of a AMC pacer. I remember getting mad because I, as I got older and got bigger and taller, I couldn't fit up there anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if dad hit the brakes too hard, you'd <laughs> <Yeah>. flop out. <laughs> but that was a fun, man. Oh, yeah. Shoot. That was, you, you, your parents would get arrested the day if they let you do that. Oh, yeah. God, the, I, I got, there's just, I can't even, this list would take us 10 hours to go through. Uh and this is this is like on every meme out there from the '70s. We literally would sit on the curb under a streetlight and tell ghost stories. Yeah. I mean, I, I distinctly remember, uh, you know, different different years and different locations that, you know, you'd just yeah. wait till it got dark and then you'd go find a light under a streetlight and you'd tell ghost stories. Yeah, you try to freak everybody out. You you know try to scare your friends or, yeah. Yeah, and then catching fireflies—that was always a big thing. Yeah, I—I know—I used to catch them, but we never like put them in jars. Yeah, I always put them in jars because the more you could get in a jar, the brighter it—you yeah. know—you could get it. And then I—I th- I just let them go. Yeah, I'm sure I smashed a few every now and then just to get that glowy stuff on my finger, <laughs> which wasn't very nice, I'm sure. Well, the mean kids would tear their butts off and hook. Somehow you could hook them together and make like a ring or something out of them. I thought that was really sick and twisted. Yeah. Those no, I didn't. No, I did not do that. The same kids that would pull the skin off of frogs. Oh, that's see, no, I yeah, we we yeah. were not cruel to animals. I can no, but I, I can attest to that. The kids, the three brothers down the street were. I won't say their names. Okay, now in the early seventy, yeah, I know who you're talking about. So in the early seventies, Honda came out with a little motorcycle. Do you? I can't remember what it was called. The fifty, the trail bike. Maybe it was. Yeah, it was the little bitty one. Yeah, yeah. Steve Roth got one of those, uh-huh. and so I remember one summer, we wore a path from his front yard to his backyard, and we would just ride. It was like a figure eight, you know, the the front yard. You'd do a loop, and then you'd go around the house, and then you'd do a loop in the back. Man, we rode that Honda every stinking day for hours. <laughs> you know, uh, Kent Cummins, his family had the Sportsman Center, and they uh-huh. sold. Oh. Indian dirt bikes. Oh. Out there where uh, A.E. Howard is now uh-huh. and the Cartmar thing. That was our big playground back then. That was out That was, that was, was out, out of town, town almost. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd ride and ride and ride and ride and ride and ride. Uh, there was a trail from my backyard to Mark's house because Kent lived on the way to Mark's house there on Forest. And there was a bike path. Remember bike paths? Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I do. The thing is, the cool thing about growing up in the 70s is we didn't have... So me and Eric Wright were best friends in most of the early 70s before State moved to town. And we lived both near railroad track. Yeah, he, so lived on, he lived on Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. yeah. So so basically, he would go out his back door and get on the railroad track. I would go half a block oh, yeah, and get on the railroad track. Same and then, railroad track, yeah. Yeah, and then we would meet in the middle of the railroad track. And back then... You know, now it's like illegal to get on the railroad oh, track, yeah. and I'm sure it was back then too. I guess I don't know, but we spent hours in the summer on those railroad tracks. You know, we'd put pennies, pennies on and yeah. let them flatten out. We'd, uh, God, I don't you know, we'd be barefooted and try to walk on the rail as far as we could, and it'd get hotter and snot. 
Yeah. You got to watch a broken glass. There's always broken glass around there. Yeah. Train, train tracks. Those were always fun. Those were always fun hanging out on the train tracks. Now, you didn't have an older brother, but I remember getting beat up all the time by my older brother and his friends. Yeah, no, never got beat up. Me, me and my sister would have knocked down, drag out fights, but she didn't beat me up. Yeah, well, I mean, he didn't beat me. Beat well, I know, me. but yeah. He just kind of knock you around. But my sister didn't pick on me. We just had fights. <laughs> we slug each other and tell uh, you. Hey, zit face. <laughs> yeah, hey, zit quarter face. Pounder, quarter pounder, hold a cheese. Yeah. You know, if you go to McDonald's today and order a quarter pounder, you get a quarter pounder of cheese. Oh, yeah. You know, I one time I ordered a quarter pounder and I'm like, I didn't want one with cheese. Well, you ordered a quarter pounder. I said, yeah, I want a quarter pounder. If I wanted a quarter pounder with cheese, I'd order a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah, in yeah. the 70s, there actually was a quarter pounder without yeah, well, cheese. There, there still is. Oh, you just have to is. order a quarter pounder without cheese. Oh, okay. And you still pay for the cheese okay. that they took off. Anyway. Well, in 1975, my whole life changed. 75. 75, summer of 75. Well, it's actually probably the summer of 74, but it wasn't until the summer of 75. So Staten moved to town. Oh, yeah. And Staten brought with him something that was unknown to anybody in our neighborhood. What the heck is that thing? It was the coolest, bestest, most exciting thing known to man <laughs> in the 70s. Trampoline. So we heard this rumor that <laughs> this new kid that had moved to town in the sixth grade had a trampoline. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. And it was a rectangular one, it not was. a not a round one like no, everybody's got now. No, it was a rectangular. So 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 again, I was still friends with Eric Wright up until that point, until the trampoline showed up. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. So you've been replaced. <laughs> well, so I I remember the day going to Stain's house with Eric. I'm like, hey, Eric, because Eric and I got split up in sixth grade. Oh yeah. He went. He got put in the other sixth grade class. I got put into the opposite one with Staten. And you know, when you're hanging out with a dude all day long. Things change, <laughs> and I and I think Staten and I, I think our houses might have been a little closer than me and Eric at that mm, time. Yeah, but um, so, but anyway, the first time I went to Staten's house, it was with Eric, and we were like, "Hey, Staten, can we jump on your trampoline?" No, no. Do you have a permission slip? And we're like, "What is a permission slip?" It was a liability waiver, is what <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. So Staten's parents. Made all children uh, bring a written note from their parents that they had permission to break their neck on their trampoline. Oh, I've kept forgetting to bring mine. It took forever. Yeah. Ever to get. But man, once I met Staten and then we started jump on that trampoline, I mean, we spent, I wish somebody had logged the hours we spent on that damn trampoline. You know, I guess I really only jumped on that thing one summer. Yeah. We, we spent but ninth grade. many a summer on ninth there. Ninth grade summer. Yeah, we'd put the sprinkler under it, and you'd jump on it with, yeah. when it's wet. We'd play. Uh, we we create. I don't. We created. We felt we created it. Uh, trampoline dodgeball. Yeah, yeah. We'd jump off the garage roof onto it. We'd we'd camp out on it. Yeah. We'd, we'd put things on it and sleep on it overnight. And I remember when winter came, Mr. Page on made us take it apart. Yeah, you know, take it down. Yeah, had to take the bed off. Yeah, and you'd get yeah. your fingers pinched in the springs trying yep. to. Take it off or put it back together. Nowadays, people just leave them on. Just leave them. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're cheap now. They're disposable. Yeah, but man, that was, yeah, that was something to have a trampoline back then. And and then, and what was really kind of cool back in the 70s, we had a guy, and it just escaped me what his name was, but he taught, he had a, he, he started a gymnasium thing where he taught gymnastics. That's where Staten took gymnastics, but he also had a trampoline in his gymnastics studio. And so Staten and I, 
I think probably sixth, seventh grade, actually took trampoline from him. So we learned to jump and point our toes and do swivel hips and, uh, you know, all the groovy, groovy things. Huh. Yeah, so. I just jumped and landed on my butt. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Me and Staten took uh, trampoline. Yeah, you guys, I wouldn't, I, I don't think I ever even tried a flip. Oh, yeah, no. I And I was, I was always better at doing, f- I, I had no fear of doing front flips. I always had a fear of doing back flips. I don't know why. Well, because you can't see. Yeah, but everybody says backflips are easier. When, to me, I don't know. Anyway, they're all, they're all hard to me. But gosh, we we spent, a, and you know, so what we would do. So I, I think I, I don't know if I've told this before, and I think I have. <laughs> is it in, in elementary school? You'd play dodgeball on the playground, mm-hmm. and we our school was one level, which mm-hmm. was pretty low, and so we were naughty boys, and so we would. <laughs> Accidentally, accidentally kick Acc- a dodgeball onto the roof quote unquote. and tell the teacher, oh, we're sorry, we kicked a dodgeball on the roof. And they'd say, okay, that's all right. And they'd give us another one. Mm-hmm. And later that evening, <laughs> we would find ourselves climbing up this electrical pole in the back of the school <laughs> onto the roof, and we would gather up our dodgeballs and take them to Staten's house, and that's what we'd play dodgeball. So basically, trampoline dodgeball was, you know, just really a kid in the middle on the trampoline and two kids on each side. Yeah trying to whack him with a dodgeball. <laughs> I mean, it was real. And, but if you caught do- it. The it, good dodgeball. Yeah, and if you caught it, you know, you got to stay on the trampoline. But if you got hit, you were off, and then whoever hit you got to go jump. Yeah. So very, very fun game. <laughs> um, and I won't get too far into the musculins, because we've got a whole episode on musculins. But we played, I mean, we lived – for there, there was at least one or two summers where we literally lived to play musculins. And it and if you've missed that episode, it's way back when it's like the called like the ultimate seventies outdoor game or something. Yeah. But it was basically a combination of kick the can, tag, and hide and go seek all in one game. And and we just had this crew, neighborhood crew that would literally show up every night in the summer and play it. Man. So Man, we were in shape. Oh, dude, we ran, we ran for hours and hours playing that game. <laughs> I showed uh, showed Bailey, my stepdaughter, that picture of uh, you and I were on your front porch and you were wearing the oh yeah the gown. Uh-huh. She, she looked at me. She's like, "Dang!" No, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, too fun." Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, back in the day. Back, well, and we spent a lot of time. Now, I don't. Did you ever skateboard? Oh hell no! Wheels don't go on these feet. Okay, so <laughs> so you know where Denise works, the dental office. Yeah. So we have this area, which actually Boggy Creek goes through, mm-hmm. and it's it's it was a office park which had these really cool buildings that were up on these stilts. Stilts, yeah. Well, below the stilts was where the creek ran through, but for some reason somebody wanted to make it really hilly, and so they had the the parking lot and the drive through those buildings was really hilly, hilly, and yeah. that's where we we would skateboard, and so we would take our skateboards. And uh, spend a lot of time skateboarding there at the dentist office. Yeah, I never could. I uh, never got the skateboard thing down. Isn't that funny? As a kid, I spent hours there skateboarding in front of Dr. McKeever's dental office, and then my wife ended up working for him and still works there today. Same doctor? Well, no, he retired and she say, works for Colapec. I was say, but yeah. she she started out with McKeever there. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and, wow. and remember back in the day when we were skateboarding there, it was McKeever and Blythe. Oh, Fred. Fred. Yeah. 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 yeah, you got everybody out there knows Fred, right? <laughs> <laughs> People are probably listening to this like, who are they, who are they talking who's about? McKeever, who's Blythe? Who, Fred who Blythe. are these guys? Oh. Uh, another big memory. Uh, now, this was something that we played at school, 
but then we would transfer it to Staten's porch in the summertime. We played four square. Yeah. Uh, he had like a he had like these four squares on his porch that were divided by the cement line. The con- yeah, and we would spend uh, a lot of time out playing four square on. Which was a very simple game, but now on Staten's porch it was literally just four square. But now it in during school it was called burnout right. because we took four four squares and turned it into a game we dubbed yeah. burnout. Yeah, so which we ought to we ought to turn into a real sport. <laughs> You can't get those good balls anymore. They got the pansy balls now. You can't? Well, I'm sure you can, but yeah. the ones they have at school are the real soft. Oh yeah, no, we'd have uh, to get real dodge balls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then so so state so now we're up to the point where state moves to town. Um, big thing in the summers in the '70s was going to Six Flags. Oh, yeah. Now, w- when I'd go on vacation with Staten's family, we would go to St. Louis, and we'd always go to Six Flags over Mid America. But then for like church camp or something like that, we were always making trips. I was making trips with other people down to Six Flags over Texas. You know, I just remembered. I guess not. my vacation in 73 was not my first vacation. First was a trip to Six Flags, and I was wee-wee little then. Ah. I was so little I barely remember it. First thing that we did when we got down there was got on that damn spinning sombrero, which is still there today. Really? And freaked me out. I had to be in like, I had to be in like first grade or something. Yeah, Six Flags was the so when you lived in in Oklahoma, Six Flags was a big place. Oh, was yeah. the was the place to go in Dallas. Oh yeah. Well, not Irving, I guess Irving, Texas. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was huge, huge. Yeah, it, man. That was yeah, and, and it, it was so. And I remember anytime I go to anywhere, even like a Walmart parking lot where it's got that n- new asphalt <laughs> and you can smell it, mm-hmm. always takes me right back to Six Flags. What's well, that creosote and all the. Uh, everything that's what you're smelling yeah okay. it's, it's definitely got that smell yeah all the, all the woods soaked in it yeah it would take me right back to six flags mm-hmm. so six flags was a huge part of our summers in the 70s God, I'm so hot sending those mines oh i know and it, we, it was like brand new back then too i think it opened at like 65 or something like that or and there were every year there was a new ride yeah. remember when the shockwave they got the shockwave which was the first double loop roller oh coaster. my god you're gonna go upside down are you crazy you'll fall out you'll and fall die. out you'll fall out <laughs> Couldn't wait to get on that thing. <laughs> Man. Uh, and then when you did it, it's like, you don't really feel like you're upside down. Yeah. It's so, it goes over. It's so quick. It's like, yeah. what? Did we go upside down? Very cool. I don't think we went upside down. We got chip. <sighs> Another big part of summer, I don't know, because you didn't have AC, was sleeping with the windows open mm-hmm. and the fan in the window. Yeah, we had an attic fan. I had, I had a box fan in the window because if you wanted privacy, you... You know, if you want to listen to your music or watch your TV, you'd shut the door. Well, if you shut the door, the water cooler wouldn't get any of that really cold air. <laughs> it never was cold. But, you know, you wouldn't get any water cooler, so you had to open your window and put a box fan in. Yeah. You blew the air in. I blew the air in. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. Yeah. No, we had a big attic fan, which did the whole house. And you, you had to leave the doors open. But, yeah. And I still have that attic fan today. Yeah. I have, yeah. But it made everything dusty. And you had to have good screens or the, you know, yeah. bugs would fly in. Yeah, we had good screens. That was a thing in Oklahoma. Almost every house had good screens till yep. the squirrels would eat it all. You know, every now and then the squirrels would eat the screens off and you'd have to get new ones. But Why were squirrels eating screens? I don't know. They just do. I've never seen an old <laughs> You haven't? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, yeah. They've eaten almost every screen off mom's upstairs now. But, yeah, even on um, when I lived on um, Indian. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would watch them. They would literally, I could, I, I'd hear this, and I'd look down, there'd be a squirrel gnawing on the 
I think it sharpened their teeth or something. Oh, I don't probably know. Keep, keeps them because uh, their teeth grow all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like they were eating it, but they were they Gnawing destroy it. it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Damn, them squirrels will screw stuff up. Yeah. Another memory of summers in the seventies when you when you when you would kind of connect with a best friend. And you guys would like spend the night with each other for like two weeks in a row. You know, oh, yeah. you'd go like three days at his house, two days at your house, five days at his house, and <laughs> and then eventually two weeks later, your parent would say, "You are not spending the night over there again." And you'd say, "Why?" And they'd say, "Because I said, because I said." And you know, there was never there was never a reason other than because I said. His parents are probably getting tired of you being over there. Well, then let him spend the night here, mom. <laughs> No, and then she'd always let him spend oh, yeah. the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was so much freedom back then. Yeah, in the, in the summers, I mean, you literally, God, I'm, I couldn't even probably count the number of times I had somebody spend the night or spent the night somewhere. I mean, it was all the freaking time. Oh, um, I thought I'd throw this one in uh, when we lived over. Now this is later, a little bit later. Um, we would climb on the roof of my house on Broadway, and. We would sit on a frisbee and we would slide down the valley of the roof. And then, right as you got to the edge of the roof, you'd put your feet down and stop. Holy crap! And we did that so many times. We 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 ran a hole in the frisbee. I mean, and I'm sure we took all the crap off the shingles. But yeah, so Staten and I would get up on the top of the roof and sit on a frisbee and and. I don't lift, lift your feet up and <laughs> right down, right down the valley to the bottom of you know the one on Broadway and Grant or Broadway and Johnson. Uh huh. Holy crap! Yeah, two story house. So if we'd gone off the edge, it would have been <laughs> quite a fall. I remember jumping off my roof, my one story roof, when I was a kid, off of Dad's house. Just we'd be up on. We'd I spend, know. Just jump off the roof onto the ground. I know. To, uh, to do that today, I would go. You call I mem- a hospital. I remember being at Randy Nightingale's right there on mm-hmm. Arthur. He had a garage that was just as high as his house. Yeah. And it was like, I dare you to jump off that. Really? Oh, okay. So you climb, you're a kid and you're like in the fourth grade and you're <laughs> jumping off a freaking roof onto the ground. Oh, my God. We didn't break an ankle. How did, yeah, yeah, the stuff we did, man. I don't know. I don't it's know. A, it's a somehow, somehow we survived because I, I, re, I, I remember jumping off Randy Nightingale's garage roof. It just kind of just jumped off. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was huge. It's way far up there, and and, and and not like sand or down, just on the ground, just grass. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. It seemed like it hurt. I remember it hurting when I landed, but nothing was ever broken. I never broke anything. To this day, I've never broken anything. Oh, where's wood? Because <laughs> I never have either. I have, I've never broken a bone, so we're knocking. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of wood. Particle wood, particle yeah. board, maybe for wood. Now, n- now, speaking of spending the night, I remember a couple times spending, a, a group of us would get to spend the night with Steve Ropp. This was back in the day. He lived on Hayes, and we were we always tried to stay up all night. Oh, yeah, don't want to be the first one to go to sleep. Right, and then there was even a couple nights where we would sneak out, but when we snuck out, and this was like, this had to be like fourth, probably fourth grade. You know, we wouldn't go very far. We'd just, like, go into the backyard. Well, there's nothing to do. Yeah. So, But we would stay up all night, and then the thing is, you were dead the next day. You couldn't even keep your eyes open. And so you'd, I remember just sitting on a couch, and just you just fall asleep because you can't even, couldn't even stay 
keep your eyes open anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, you did not want to be the first dude to go to sleep because someone was going to mess with you. Oh, yeah. Draw stuff on your face or put stuff in your mouth. Or put your hand in warm water and oh, see, try to make you pee. Yeah. I don't know, that never worked. I don't know if we ever <laughs> made anybody do that or not. Yeah, get some warm water, make put his fingers in the water. I think it works, though. Really? Yeah, I really think it does. I don't, I don't, either we never got their fingers in the water or it just didn't work. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the dude didn't have to pee, but yeah. No, I th- I really think it worked. Now, rem- rem- remember tanning in the 70s in the summer? All the girls had, oh, the they gr- put baby oil on and then put the, where they'd get the silver things and put them under their chin and really bake their face. Yeah, and the last thing I was doing was tanning. I'm, you know, being up on those roofs all the time, I did not even care to tan. My sister's like, oh, you got the best tan. I'm like, my legs were white as snow and my arms were, you know, pitch black. You had the river's tan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else I got? Well, you know, sparklers were big. I remember every 4th of July, especially as a little, little kid, that'd be the big thing is running around the yard with sparklers. Sparklers and, 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 and worms. Snakes. Snakes. Snakes, yeah. Snakes. Uh, oh, one big thing, when we lived in Clinton, uh, which was really early 70s, maybe even, that could have even been late 60s, um, turtle racing. We'd catch turtles. Oh. So Oklahoma is known for box turtles, you know, especially during wheat harvest. They come, you can see tons of them crossing the road. So we would catch every one we saw. And I hate to admit this, but we would paint them, paint the shell. It didn't hurt them. Well, somebody says it does. No. Paint, it we'd paint hurt. the shell and then we, we'd paint, paint a number on the yeah. shell. And then we, we would race them. I just remember, I mean, literally, we had turtle races. Uh, there was a turtle, uh, and we, uh, we used fingernail polish because we didn't have any paint. Oh, at the time. maybe maybe we used fingernail polish, and too. we marked him. And every year, he he every year we'd see him huh. come across the yard. He'd be going one way or the other, uh, but no, it didn't hurt him. And these are actually not turtles; they're terrapins. Terrapins, yeah. Bo- yeah, box terrapins. Yeah, if you threw these guys in the pond, they'd drown. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But those, yeah, and those water turtles are mean. Oh, yeah. No, we didn't mess with water turtles. No. no. Yeah, those will snap your finger off. Snap your finger right off. Um, remember putting black cats in the old ant den? Yeah. <laughs> we'd, we'd find a big old red ant den. and You know, where'd all the ants go? Oh, they're still I, on my walk every morning now. Yeah. They're by, um, what's the real swanky, S, uh, the real swanky uh, housing addition at the corner of Oakwood and Willow. Oh, oh, uh, uh, that one. Anyway, yeah, yeah. right outside the fence of that one, there's a huge red ant den. So yeah. they're they're still around. Yeah, the, at my house there was like two of them in our driveway, and I, you know, and we'd just play with them. You know, we'd yeah. blow them up too. Yeah, we'd blow up stuff. We didn't blow up frog. The boys down the street would blow up frogs. I did not blow up frogs, but I did. I have to admit, sometimes we would find a magnifying glass and we would kind of fry. The ants sometimes. I never did that. Yeah, you'd, you'd put it in the sun. I mean, and it literally, they would crackle. I mean, it was, yeah. Did you eat it no, at least? No, I did not even eat them. Oh, no. man. One thing we did not do. I do remember discovering you could start fires with magnifying glass. Yeah. It's like, whoa. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a new power I have now. <laughs> I can make fire. Fire. 
sir. <laughs> How much time we got over there? How are we doing on time? Uh, about five minutes. Oh, shucks. I got so many more to go through. <laughs> uh, let's go to some of the main ones. Uh, tree houses? Do you ever build like a bona fide tree house? Uh, we started and never would finish. Uh, you know. Yeah, we'd usually build not a tree house, but a tree platform. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have like a, a platform yeah. where you could yeah. at least rest yeah. up in the tree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, swings, you know, tree swings. Those were always cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. if somebody had a tire one because you'd spin. You could spin people. Oh, on. my God, yeah. I'm getting dizzy thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Remember the big, big metal slides we had at all the parks? Mm -hmm. And in the middle of summer, you'd slide down, and it burned the snot out of your butt and your legs. Now, what you do is you take it, you go to McDonald's or whatever, and, and the cups, not the styrofoam cups, but the paper cups that have the plastic or the, oh, yeah. the wax lining. You slide down those. You sit on those and slide a few times, and you kind of like lube up the slide. And then you and then everybody else would go real fast. Yeah, we didn't do that. We just burned our legs. <laughs> I mean, literally. I mean, there was, yeah, there was some severe burns there. Uh, remember swinging? I mean, you'd, you'd swing as high as you could and mm -hmm. see who could jump out the highest. Yeah, or if your swing set wasn't properly. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, legs would, yeah. <laughs> the legs would pop up when you're, you know, you're on your back swing and you know, you're like, yeah, never did flip over, but no, came came close. I think every swing set in the world did that, unless it was like a home home. Yeah, yeah the ones yeah. in the park were cemented in, yeah. so they didn't. Uh, what else did we have? We drank out of garden hoses. Yeah, I mean, you know, you'd you'd run for three, four hours, and you'd be dying of thirst. Well, there was no such thing as bottled water. Oh Lord, no. And uh, yeah, so you'd run over to somebody's house and fire up the old garden hose and yeah. Just drink right from wait, it. Wait till it gets a little cooler. and Oh, yeah. And yeah. I bet most of the houses in Enid at that time were all running off of their garden. I mean, their outside were probably running off of well water, Well, my which, whole is, house. which was probably better than city water. <laughs> my whole house was well water. Oh, it was? was? Yeah, we oh. didn't have city water. Yeah, so that's one thing about living in Oklahoma. Most of us have wells where mm -hmm. we, I, at my house now, I have city water inside and then well water on the outside. Yeah. And I would drink... I'd drink the well water. I mean, it literally is clear as, you know, anything. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, any last things over there? Anything? Um, church camp. Church camp. Um, that was pretty big. Uh, I didn't go till later. And, and I remember being freaked out, you know, because I was not, you know, my mom was not going to be around. But I did have my sisters and, uh, you know, and everybody in church. Because it was, you know, my family was big into church. I mean, we went. Three times a week. Yeah, see, we, in the 70s, we did not. We rarely went to We went to church twice, Easter and Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so you started going to church by the time I quit going to church. Yeah, and that was in the 80s, really almost yeah. in the late or early 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Q Spot. Q Spot. Uh, local pool hall. That's where we discovered video games. Yeah, it was a pool hall that had a couple of pinball machines, and then one day, out of the blue, these two electronic... <laughs> What is that? Game machine showed up. What is that? So, I mean, we, did we go, were we, when we were going there, were we going to play pool? I don't remember playing pool. Why, no, why, were, we, no. why were we even going there? I think pinball. Pin, must I, have been I pinball. think we went to play pinball, and then one day these video games <laughs> showed up. And they, when, when I say video, that's a, I use that term loosely because it was some of those early games were pretty gnarly yeah <laughs> pretty but, simple but it was it was life-changing well then yeah but then it wasn't long and asteroids came out and mm -hmm. galaga or galaga and yeah yeah it was space quick. invaders and oh it was all over 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, what else? Spent hours uh, with a little cassette recorder. We'd make little yep. shows and make funny sounds and do the old tape recorder thing almost every time you spent the night with somebody. <laughs> now, now, we spent the night, we would come spend the night at your house and sneak out pretty much every time we spent the night at your house. Yeah, that's what you do. And then the one night we went down to the junior high and roped up the bike, bike rack, rack and <laughs> hung it over the the goal, goal post. post. <laughs> yeah. That was about as that was about as evil as we got in junior high. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget. And the next day my sister's like, Oh look, someone hung the bike rack from the goal. We were like <laughs> It was us. It was us. <laughs> She's coming to town this week too. That's pretty cool. Uh, no bike racks are gone though. Yeah. Are, well, are they? The goalposts are gone. Goalposts are, yeah. It's not a football field anymore. It's a soccer, soccer field. field. It is. No, Everything man. has I re- changed. I re- I remember being at home and hearing those the guys cracking. Pads. Yeah, hitting pads each. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll wrap this seventies. Uh, hopefully, you guys uh, remember some uh, some of our memories of uh, summers in Enid, Oklahoma. Yeah. Send us your memories. Yeah. Send us your seventies summer memories. Uh, some of the stuff that we may have either forgotten or didn't experience because different, we were different parts. Yeah, of the we were here without uh, a lake nearby and <sighs> and cook out. You know, I grew up without a dad, so we rarely, if ever, cooked out. We never grilled or cooked out or had charcoal or <laughs> my dad's grill. And this is I thought just normal. It was a fifty-five gallon drum on its side, cut in half. Oh, there you go. And we cooked uh, tater steaks and eggs is what we had because oh, nice. Yeah, uh, and then. As we got older, my brother bought my dad a, a grill that you stuck in the ground and hooked up to the oh, gas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, and had lava in it, lava rocks oh, in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fancy, schmancy. Wore that thing out over the years. It, Man. It lasted up until not too terribly long ago. But anyway, yeah, good times. Okay, you guys send us uh, your stuff at buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. Go to iTunes. Please leave us a review and a comment on there. And uh, we'll just uh, go to Facebook, go to Instagram. We're just about every darn where. If we're not there under the 70s Buzz podcast, we'll be there under Buzzhead Radio. Don't forget, you can listen to us live weekday mornings at 8 a.m. or listen to our other podcast, Those Buzz Guys. We're going to get out of here. She reader. See ya. (laughs) 